What's good, Josh? Your man DJ Playboy back again for another episode of the Perfect Talk Podcast. Fresh off hiatus, we're back at it again, man. Of course, I'm joining my partner to the left, my dog that I do the show with every single time. Girl, scream like I'm Keith. What's good, brother? Ain't shit another banger for your ears, them. <laughs> back from hiatus. There we go. We got the sound right. We're doing it official. Back from hiatus. How was it, man? How the past couple of weeks of your summertime been, bro? Straight, man. Just doing summer shit on Fridays and Saturdays. Enjoying the Sabbath, depending on what faith you from. There you go. <laughs> going out. Going outdoors and shit. Went to a picnic. Took Went to Howard University with my niece. She was going to some summer camp there. Uh, can't complain, man. It was good. French lessons and shit. Hired me a tutor. Real, oh, yeah? Did you really? You went all out. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Bougie, bourgeoisie, <laughs> <laughs> bourgeoisie. <laughs> Got the French tutor coming to the New Jersey penthouse. <laughs> <laughs> nah, man, I mean, it's something I'm fascinated by because I've always said that I'm. I've always been jealous of people who who aren't from English speaking countries, but like they're fluent. You know what I'm saying? Like they will be self conscious about the way they speak. They'll be like, "Oh, I don't speak too well," and then, but like they can put together thoughts and sentences and tell stories and shit like that. Yeah. But I can't I can't do that shit in almost any language. So is it face that's how kinda I want to learn one one language. Face to face tutoring or is it like uh Skype FaceTime? Skype. Okay. That's the way of the world now. Yeah so Skype like um she got me like a school book that that's made for like second graders. <laughs> Really? Which is kind of funny because, yeah. And I think she's from France. And I don't know if, you know, sometimes it's a cultural thing how people get feedback. Mm-hmm. So I would say something wrong. She'd be like, no, 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 no. <laughs> you know, I'm like, yo, making me feel bad. But in the back of my head, I got to remember, but like, yo, maybe it's a cultural thing where she is like, like, Hair, they may try to soften it up. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But like her, she's like, no, no, no. That is not how <laughs> they say it. If you say that in front of somebody, they're going to laugh at you. And I'm like, take it easy, lady. You don't know me like that. It's like, I'm paying you. <laughs> exactly. Paying you. Be nice, goddammit. Nah, that's what's up, man. How'd you come across a service like that? Would you uh, Craigslist it? Um, Thumbtack. Thumbtack. Yeah, man. The, the, uh, What's it called? The share the share economy, where you just get on some website, you could do shit for people. Lyft, Uber, Thumbtack, uh, TaskRabbit, Angel, uh, what's it called? Um, Angie's List. So yeah, I just went on Thumbtack and typed in French lessons, and there was tons of people who came up. Mm. If I, uh, I might use one of them apps. Uh, I want to get new blinds, but I, I, want, I want someone to actually get the right size for me, put them shits in, you know what I mean? <laughs> I don't feel like doing them shits myself. Okay, yo, are you trying to get some like custom made shit? Nah, nah, regular shit. I just, I never, I never done blinds before. It looks fairly, I don't know, I don't even know. I'm about to say it looks easy, but I really don't know. Never seen nobody put up blinds before. <laughs> but it's about time for me to switch out mine, so I'm trying to get that shit. Okay, so like it's the blinds, the shit where you twist it and then it closes, yeah, 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 shit. Yeah. or you pull it. You know the, the old school one where you would like pull it, but yeah, yeah. You twist it to close it. Yeah. You ain't trying to watch on YouTube videos? <laughs> I ain't trying. I never. I haven't gotten that far in the process. But more so for me, I just like. I don't. Need, do they sell them by? They, they obviously sell them by different sizes and shit, right? But you can't get. <laughs> you can't get what custom <laughs> custom fit. So I don't know. You fit them to your size, or I don't know the process. Well, you could, but I don't. I don't know that you need them though. Like, do you have some crazy big windows, some old wall to wall windows, um, ceiling to floor type shits? Not ceiling to floor. They're pretty big though. It's, it's pretty like uh, pretty high. I'm looking at them right now. I'm looking at them right now. Yeah, they're pretty. They're, I'm sure I can figure it out. Like I said, I just haven't haven't gotten the problem. Nah, it's 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 mad easy. You fuck with it. You have a screw gun in the crib, like a uh, mechanical one, like a like yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Damn, nigga, this is like talking to like a 1950s housewife. I'm like, <laughs> he said, oh, "Oh, do you mean the?" <laughs> Whoa! Like a drill? Are you talking about a drill? Yeah, like a screw, like a yeah, an electric drill. Nah, nah, I ain't got one. Okay, yeah, you got to get you one of those, bro. And then, uh, it's, uh yeah, because I don't think you need. I mean, if anything, you could buy them and get somebody install install them for you, maybe. But 
Like it's it's mad easy. But I guess once you get into it, you'll realize like, wow, that this is the shit that I thought was hard. <laughs> so I think once you, it just takes you doing yeah. it. Like most things in life, like damn, this is the shit yeah. I, was doing, I was procrastinating. You know. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, granted, there's some shit that looks hard and is actually hard, or it looks easy and it's actually hard. One time I tried to change my own cell phone screen after I cracked it. <laughs> that shit was a disaster, man. I had to. I, I paid like like a hundred dollars on the screen and all the tools and everything, and I just ended up buying a six hundred dollar phone anyway. Waiting the warranty. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. They got. Uh, I got. You ever seen that shit as um as seen on TV? The Magic Mesh. With a door, it's like you could open the door and then um you could walk through it and the shit closes right behind you automatically, like with magnets. Yeah, for like mosquitoes and yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. So I got one of those yeah. like a few months ago. So I was like, so I'll buy some shit on Amazon and then like I won't open it up for like a month and a half or whatever. So I had this shit for a minute. I was like, all right, I gotta start using it. Some about to be done and I ain't gonna be <laughs> be even use the shit once. So I was like, let me put the shit up. That shit was a uh, it, it wasn't hard at all it was actually pretty easy but it was more than i expected it to be you know what i mean it was a bitch but i was i felt accomplished yeah, yeah. like a motherfucker like you said that feeling like damn this is what i was procrastinating you know like that's how i felt and i and the funny thing is i didn't even do the shit all the way correctly i had to do <laughs> but the shit i did it i made it work for what i needed it for so <laughs> you said fuck it i'm gonna just tape this shit up here <laughs> make it do what it do get a scotch tape back it <laughs> <laughs> worked nah man but yo summer's been good man shit flying by it's almost done it's been a crazy just some of news, man. I think one of the, uh, the 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 crazier things that's happened in the past couple of weeks, where we had like two mass shootings in like the span of twenty four hours, um, in El, oh, man. El Paso, Texas, and um, Dayton, Ohio. Um, both of them seem to be racially charged, uh, racially motivated uh, mass shootings, which is nuts. I think it just came out today that the El Paso shooter said he was aiming for Mexicans or looking for Mexicans. Um, it is it's just it's one of the I, we've been doing this podcast for what maybe going on three years we're about to be, uh, complete our third year and it's sad like how many times we've had to like send our thoughts and prayers and condolences out to the families of mass shootings um victims and it, it i'm gonna continue doing it you know what i mean because it's, it's not something that i, I want to get i don't want to get numb to it you know what i mean i still want to get sad when i see this stuff and because that hopefully that that'll bring an end to it you know what i mean and it's nuts though like how how frequent the shit is you know what i mean the shit came on the heels of like the garlic festival shooting you know what i mean and and right which is crazy right because like it the garlic festival shooting like the el paso was really bad and then the el paso one kind of made the garlic festival one kind of fade into the memory like it kind of just and then dayton came right on the like right after like literally the same day mm-hmm. so kind of really like all these shootings kind of get tossed into like this bucket or barrel and you kind of you don't get to appreciate each each and every one of the shootings you know what i'm saying like this we don't get to process our feelings before another one happens exactly. so it's like like i haven't even finished processing parkland mm-hmm. exactly so now this stuff is happening this is tough yeah and it was funny like they were they they're not even funny is the wrong word to use but it was they were showing victims of the parkland shooting talking about you know, like the current shootings that were happening, and I'm like, that's that's crazy. Like how it's just like in the lexicon, it's just in the in the culture now, or something that we're just used to kind of seeing. And um, it's, it's it's nuts, bro. And it's like I hope as a society that eventually, you know, the people who are are so pro automatic weapons and and in these weapons that can hurt people will be able to see things from a distance. Because I feel like as a people, we just look like, damn, we can't even. We can't even push our own political views and 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 side choosing to the side to save lives. You know what I mean? To save our own family members, to save our own neighbors, and that's just what it is. Like some some arbitrary political view that you've never even heard of before. You know what I mean? Never even heard of. Never even you, you weren't born a Republican. You weren't born a Democrat. You know what I mean? You you you've heard of these ideas and you chose a side, and now you know what I mean. You can't just let that blur your vision or something that's disturbing the safety of this country you know what i mean yeah and that's crazy that there's like the concept of sides you know what i'm saying because when you think about it like you can love so you have this whole thing conservative and liberal or whatever and if you're a liberal let's say you have to be pro or anti like there's a list of things and you have to be all of them you can't pick and choose that's what it feels like when you look at the media you hear people on um talking and posting shit on post uh social media you know what I'm saying? Like, you gotta be, you have to be 
pro-choice and you have to be completely anti-gun. You got to be anti-corporation. And I'm like, nah, you, you really don't. If you're a Democrat, like I love corporations, baby. I work for one. I work for, like, I like that shit. However, I'm pro, I'm pro-choice. Uh, I'm pro same-sex marriage. Like I could pick and choose the different things, but unfortunately, like the voices in the media and shit, those are the ones that kind of take over the whole conversation. So now if you support Trump, then you have to be completely pro-gun, no matter what, no exception. So if that means assault rifle with no background checks, then I'm for it. And um, it's a sad time we're in when people who just want like common sense or like some kind of moderation on guns don't have a voice in a conversation. Mm-hmm. Like that's so destructive to the, just the country. Yeah, It's, it's a sad thing to see. It really is, and I'm hoping that we reach a, a point on this podcast where, you know what I mean, we go 12 months without a mass shooting, you know what I mean? We go two years, three years without a mass shooting, and I'm hoping it reaches that point, something that we've been pushing um, this whole year, something that I've tried for the first time this year and it's been great for me, is um, just focus on my mental health and going to therapy, and that's what I think we got to push, and it's got to be remove any stigmas that might be involved with it and, and you got this because you got a nation of angry people, and we got to find a way to deal with it that doesn't need to lead to shooting strangers. You know what I mean? Right. You know it's funny. Um, Trump had that address, right? Mm-hmm. And like, I heard a lady jump out and say because Trump said, "Oh, it's video games," and I disagree that it's only video games. Mm-hmm. However, I think it's worth exploring whether or not violent video games are partially responsible because now I heard people just because it was Trump there were people on the the opposite side of the political spectrum saying nah it ain't video games I'm like how the fuck you know like you can't just take that off the table like that's just part of that whole the loudest voices have to be extreme like video games are pretty fucked up and then something kids are playing them at younger ages at younger like 11 and 10 they're playing the Grand Theft Autos and the shit like that so yeah you're right Uh, Call of Duty and that shit and then there was a, a, I can't remember what shooting it was. Somebody was pretty much had their camera where while they were on this rampage, like it, it was like a first person shooter. Like the New was, Zealand. He had a camera. Yeah, the New Zealand one. Was it was New like Zealand. That, yeah. That's crazy. It looks, it looks like the video you know game. Yeah. If you look at the video, it looks like someone's playing Call yeah. of Duty. Like it's nuts. And I, I agree. I, yep. And I'm pro video games. You know what I mean? <laughs> Out of all the things you just listed, you know, you're pro Akana. I actually am pro video game. Um, I wish I had more time to actually play video games, but unfortunately, adulthood uh, set in. But, but in moderation, like you just, I'm not a, as much as I like video games. I think it should be explored that what the effect of it is having on young kids, even adult men, even adult women. You know what I mean? What's the effects that is this is having on people viewing these violence acts for hours, and hours, being in control of these violent acts in the game, things like that. Even movies that we watch, even the music that we listen to. I remember when I was um when I had my physical labor job and I would listen to music for, you know, my entire 10 hour shift, there'd be a point where I'm like, I can't listen to rap music no more because certain things that were just being said and repeated over and over again were affecting my mood. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, man. (laughs) Dolores Tucker, you a motherfucker. (laughs) 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 Certain shit. Like, I'm like, yo, I got to rock out to some EDM. I got to hear some beats. I got, you know what I'm saying? I got to listen to some R, some love songs, some some shit about, you know what I mean? Loving up on your woman and shit like that. Cause I ain't, I can't. (laughs) (laughs) Like a true old dude, man. Uh, Loving up on your woman. (laughs) It's an old old dude sentence, man. It's a Generation X ass sentence, man. That's how you know. Yeah, love up on your woman. So you know I'm getting up there. I was like, I got to take this DMX off, man. Shit. Shit pulling me down, man. But yeah, like, like, not for real, but there are things to be explored. And that's the thing, like, you just said it. Don't be afraid to listen to the other side just because you might not agree with something else that the other side says, you know what I mean? Just because you don't, you know what I mean? Just because you don't like certain views that they might have on abortion don't mean that they can't drop a good point about something else, you know what I mean? Right, exactly. But um, yeah, it's been a crazy summer. You've been keeping up with the debates. I know you actually been hitting me up on the text when the debates was happening, so it actually made me tune into a couple of them. But the the Democratic debates have been going ham. Are they not going to have? There's no Republican debates because he's the incumbent president, right? Yeah, there there won't be no debates because he won't have a challenger on the Republican side that's really viable. You know what I'm saying? Like there might be somebody who want to be a spoiler or whatever, yeah. but chances are that won't happen. Gotcha. So there won't be no no debates there. 
Yeah, but the Democratic debates, because who you think is uh coming out looking better and all of them? I know uh our guy uh shit, what's not not Sanders, uh the other one. <laughs> Biden. The other old dude? <laughs> Biden. <laughs> <laughs> so one of them. <laughs> the old <What>? white man in this shit. Yeah, one of them six five ass niggas. Nah, um yeah, Biden been taking <laughs> some blows, right? Yeah, man, that dude been taking some shots, boy. <laughs> And um, it's crazy though. Everybody coming for his neck because they want that top spot, man. This shit is like the wire out there. <laughs> you got twenty something people trying to fight for this one position. Not just fighting for the one position. They want to fight for the chance to take on the dude who currently has a position to see if they can they can make it that far. And man, it's it's just getting weird, man. That's why I can't. I don't like keeping up with it day to day because, like you said, sometimes your music was getting depressing. Yeah. Like sometimes this debate shit gets depressing, man. Like, man, but you're asking who, who's looking like who's looking pretty good. Well, they had two debates so far. The first one, Kamala Harris, she was looking good. Came right at Joe Biden's neck, right at his old ass neck, <laughs> old wrinkly ass neck. <laughs> <laughs> yo, came came from the came from the the top rope. Said, yo. You you spoke up for busing while I was or it was anti-busing while I was a little girl going on one of them buses. I was that and girl. Joe Biden was like, well, uh, yeah. <laughs> and all Joe Biden said was, er, uh, er. Well, I was gonna say uh, uh, you could kind of see like the uh, it, it getting to Joe Biden. Like there's been people in that position before where everyone's coming at them, but they kind of like you know yeah. bring it on, bring it on. You can kind of see he's like, come on, man, <laughs> take it easy, y'all. <laughs> we, we all in the same. Well, game. I. I, I I think that was pretty much it. He he wasn't prepared to get down like that, and he didn't realize how. I think partially because of Trump, how much like the political environment is is kind of craving for a fight. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like Trump gets on the way that he does, and the Democrat, the Democratic voters kind of want that kind of person. So you'll see the candidates doing that kind of thing. And then there was another dude. His name was Eric Swalwell. He came from the top rope at Joe Biden in the first debate. I was like, yeah, man, you old ass nigga. You need to step aside. I'm paraphrasing. <laughs> but he said that, man. You got to look that shit. Google that shit. Eric Swalwell. He said, listen, man, you got to like, come on now. It's been too long. Let these young flabby and sick. Let these young niggas had a had a block, son. <laughs> that's exactly yo. That's what it is. He tried to come at a old, you know, come at um, get right at the old head. Yeah, so that was the first the first debate. The second debate, there's a uh, Tulsi Gabbard, Ooh. congresswoman Ooh. from Hawaii. I know that one. <laughs> I know her. Yeah, man. You saw she, she came at Kamala Harris. She came at Kamala Harris neck. Yeah, she did. If you come at what's that saying? If you come at the king, you best not miss. Best not miss. <laughs> If you come at the queen, you best not miss, man. Uh, Tulsi Gabbard came at her and said, yo, man, you've been locking up black dudes for years. What you talking about? Anti-marijuana. I'm like, <laughs> anti-this, anti-that. I'm like, wow. But yeah, man, I mean, it's, it's, it's just all depressing. The media coverage of it is depressing. But um, I think it's good, though. You got to get to see different types of Democrats all on the same stage. People really get to evaluate who they want to vote for, or, or for the Democrats, Democrats get to evaluate who they want to represent them next fall. So that's good, though. It's uh, see. it's been exciting so far. You know what I mean? It hasn't been got, hasn't gotten ugly, hasn't gotten to the mudslinging point. You know what I mean? What was uh, Shorty from New Jersey? Who's like Gillibrand? She's from New York. Oh yeah, New York. Okay. She uh, Kirsten Gillibrand. Kirsten Gillibrand. She was talking about Clorox in the Oval Office. <laughs> it would be the first. Thing that was weird. I was one of them, like, I'm going to drop a cute line. <laughs> yeah. But I really ain't got much else to say after that. But, yeah. That, but well, that's the stuff know, people like, Trevor, though. That's the stuff people like. Yeah, it is. And then um, Cory Booker said to Biden, he fucked up a, a, a black line. And I'm like, black people's like, man, this dude fucked up the line. But white people's like, wow, man. Yeah, that's cool, man. I'm oh. going to tell you, I'm going to use that one at work. When he was like, uh, Vice President Biden, I mean, there's a saying in my community <laughs> that... Y- you're dipping a nacho in the Kool-Aid and you have no idea what the flavor is. I'm like, what? <laughs> Yo. <laughs> I'm like, Cory Booker, man. He lucky like Ebony Magazine didn't do no fact checking on that shit or something like that. Because that was, I was, I listened to it. I said, I get it, man. I get the, the spirit of what he was trying to say. I feel like Biden wanted to correct him. 
But <laughs> Biden was like, man, I know that saying, man. Like, but I, I'm not allowed to in this setting. I'm 96% sure that's not how it goes. <laughs> but I, so you, you're, you're dipping, he said, you're dipping all in the Kool-Aid and you don't even know the flavor. <laughs> Yo. And Cory Book is vegan, man. Can we tell you about when you go to like these primary states or whatever, like Iowa and all of them got their state fairs. Yeah. And like, Basically, a lot of these rural states with tons of rural counties, they, the farmers, they use a lot of the stuff that the farmers grow and cultivate and all that stuff, but they make it extra fattening. So they'll take, you know, they make dairy, they have tons of cows or whatever. They'll take milk. They won't skim it. They'll take the fat and make some kind of weird fried cheese or something like that. <laughs> they have something where they, they have butter sculptures in Iowa or Idaho or one of them joints. They got corn this and corn, man. And you got to eat that shit. Cory yeah. Booker's vegan. Yeah. You get off that plane. Got- I don't know if you've ever eaten dinner with a vegan person, man. If you've ever gone out with a vegan person. Back in my dating days, I went out on a date with a girl who was vegan. Yeah. Man, and that's the only date we've ever, ever been on. And <laughs> vegan foods. Vegan food's expensive. It's horrible, man. You be like, yeah, I want a pizza. Oh, I, do you know a vegan pizza place? Nah, I don't. All right, bet. Let's go get a burger. Uh, do they have a vegan free bread or whatever the fuck? I'm like, all right, man. Let's just fucking get some peanut butter <laughs> and a spoon. Corey Brooker gonna eat the impossible, uh, impossible Whopper as he getting off the plane. <laughs> the kid, impossible Whopper's not even. By the way, impossible Whopper I had delicious, man. Delicious. It's not vegan? Cash it ain't vegan? Nah, because vegan, you can't have anything that comes that originates from an animal. Oh, so the, Nothing. The cheese, no, the cheese no. and the Whopper and shit? Well, you don't have to get the cheese. It doesn't come with a cheese by default, uh, but the bread, mayonnaise. Uh, uh, yeah. I guess by, by, in theory, if you don't get the bread nor the mayonnaise, I, guess, I suppose it would be vegan. <laughs> and also, also, they cook it on the same grill that they cook the meat burgers. Oh yeah, so you getting the the, the, the grease here? Gotcha. Yeah, but I ate that. So I I don't know if I told you. I don't even know if I mentioned it here, man. I'm. What's up? What's up? Drugs, man. man What's but up? You're in the trust tree. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> Go open up to us here, man. <laughs> Me and wife have been going vegetarian for the month of August. Oh damn! <laughs> oh damn! But nah, I'm not fundamental about it. Like I'm not one of them people. Like oh well, I can't eat that. Like. It's just we don't eat animal flesh. So six six out of seven days of the week, we are completely vegetarian. And our cheat day is on Saturday where we are pescatarian. Like, we'll eat fish. Like, we can add fish to the diet. Okay. But I'm not one of them crazy vegetarian. Like, it's not a health food diet. It's just that I'm not eating meat. So we still, like, eat pizza. Um, Still eat eggs. Still eat milk. Drink milk or consume dairy or whatever. So it's not crazy. It's just that we cut out the meat. And um, I had that impossible Whopper, man. It's pretty good. It tastes just like a Whopper. It's crazy. Yeah, I want. I want to try it myself, man. Uh, plant based seems to be blowing up, man. I, I've been here about like uh, impossible burgers all over the all over the country blowing up, but it's actually finally opened in my area. The Burger King and the Bucking Impossible Whopper up here. So I'm looking forward to trying it. Burger King been trying some new shit. Tacos now. <laughs> yeah what the fuck yeah like it's the fast food game man. I wonder what's going on in those front offices because. <laughs> Like when you like Taco Bell serving breakfast, yeah. Wendy serving breakfast, Burger King with the tacos. I think the competition is is revving up, and then you got Grubhub bringing the food to people, right. and now people are open to more. Because there's like there's a Sonic in the capital region where I live, but I've never been to the Sonic. It's in a whole other t- town, you know what I mean? So, and I just heard there's, right. there's like two of them. I didn't even know there was a second one. So something like Grubhub is now you know allowing people to try the stuff that they might not have gone out their way to. Um, to go get but um i heard in a recent survey that a uh, large number uh sorry a large percentage of drivers actually admitted to t- trying the food of their delivery that, that they're delivering so for instance they, they actually tried on the ride over to delivering it to the person which makes sense <laughs> because yeah. you ever sat in a car trying with like mcdonald's fries like i'm eating like half that box before i get home <laughs> yeah, man, shit, smell smelling up the whole car, and then fast food, especially fast food deliveries, like they whatever scent they put in it, like <laughs> some kind of drug or something like that, like the essence of like opium or some shit, like it just <laughs> you can't help. 
And I can see, man, if you driving around all evening, delivering other people's shit, you, you just start starving, yeah, man. Yeah. Like your st- stomach start grumbling. And you probably stole. It's like the episode of Martin. <laughs> probably stole when he was out on your a mind. diet. Yeah, <laughs> man. We said in the episode of Martin? When he was on a diet, and then they had the, the, the table full of uh, like candied yams and a turkey and all that stuff. Um, biscuits, yep. <laughs> and, and the biscuits. <laughs> and then he peeked over the table. Yeah, man, that's what it's like. Nah, hell that yeah. That temptation. You ain't got nobody watching you, no supervisor. You getting stoned out your mind, <laughs> dropping people they sandwiches all day. You trying to fr- a bag Word. a bag fryer too. Like, it's a bag fryer. This I yeah. earned this. Word. <laughs> it's just gross though. It makes you not want to use <laughs> use the DoorDash or the Grubhub. I don't like to think about that shit because sometimes you think about all the the wild shit that. Sometimes wild stuff happens behind the scenes at restaurants. Nothing crazy, but. You know, like slight shortcuts that people in the in the the, the kitchen might be taking, bro. And you, yeah, yeah, it's not the control, right? You just, what's the point of worrying about it? What's the point of worrying about right. it? Right. <laughs> but it's like being on the One highway, t- though. It's like being on the highway. Like you don't know what the person driving the tractor trailer next to you is high on, or you know what I'm saying. You don't know how sober they are, how much sleep they got that night. So it's like it's everything we do once we leave our front door or allow ourselves to the world is we at the risk of somebody else you know what I mean yeah I, I told you about that Uber driver I had she uh, she came and well first thing like she pulled up or whatever she had a high rating like she had like a 4.98 or something like that so I'm like alright cool and, but as soon as she pulled up she saw us and we waved and then like she hit somebody's side view mirror <laughs> so I'm like alright man that's, a, that's an innocent mistake you know people Got get kind of close. I shouldn't have distracted her. Then I got in, man. Joint was reeking of bud. <laughs> Just reeking of reefer. It was nuts. And I was like, uh, I'm I'm Keith. Uh and then I just let her drive. That's it, man. That's the end of the story. <laughs> like, oh. And I <laughs> But it's crazy, like <laughs> it's crazy though, like the risks we take sometimes. Like just cause you don't think about it, or maybe I'm not neurotic enough. I should be a little bit. But I shouldn't have gotten that car. No, I know what you mean. Yeah, like sometimes you look back and be like, "Damn, that one I probably should have passed on." But you got to get places sometimes. <laughs> sometimes you, exactly, man. Sometimes the goal is more is more uh, important than the, the means. Actually, you know what I'm saying? Like you want to late. Me and wifey, me and wifey, we had date night, and we were taking the Uber down to like downtown or where we at, and I was starving. So I'm like, "Yo, man, I'm gonna just do the." the 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 God the Son and the Father and the Holy Ghost thing and then we just gotta roll out. Plus, how awkward is the process of getting into an Uber and be like, you know what? <laughs> I think I think we're good. We'll catch the next one. Well, I, and I would have, I because I thought about that, but then you have to snitch because if you do it and then get back out, you got charged already. She, exactly, you could get charged just for canceling the ride in, in that way. And yes, you get charged. Just for like her showing up, uh-huh. so like for me not to be charged, I have to report her. Like, listen, car smell like reefer, and and I didn't want to go through that. Yeah. So, in essence, stop instead of taking the two three minutes to report her, I said, all right, let me just risk my life. Stop snitching t-shirts. <laughs> stop snitching t. We're the victim of that man. Victim of that generation. Yeah, man, and it's kind of sad how ingrained that shit is. Like, you just won't snitch on nothing. <laughs> it's, it's sad, man. Like you see employees at a supermarket licking tomatoes. You're like, man, I can't snitch, dog. <laughs> like, yo, this bitch said she coming back to kill me, but I ain't snitching. Yeah, I ain't snitching. <laughs> I ain't snitching. I'm going out like Bodie. <laughs> Word. The only thing I'll snitch about is my living area, because you know I'm I'm over thirty now, and that's you take that shit serious. Like whether it's your neighborhood or your block association or your apartment building. In my apartment building. Uh, two days in a row, I saw a small puddle of dog urine. Oh yeah, and I'm like, yeah, indoors? I'm like, no way. In the in the indoors, oh, indoors. <laughs> yeah, keep. I feel like you got mad low down to that shit, smelling it. <laughs> <laughs> now I didn't smell it, but it just looks like you. <laughs> like it's one of those things. <laughs> this ain't Pepsi. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was a Mountain Dew, man. I, I just. <laughs> Yeah, so I, I I wrote to my building management. I'm like, listen, man, this shit like it's this is not cool. I wish I saw who did it. How'd have been describing them Full and shit. Snitch. Like five, eight. 
That's like me with my my, my neighbors. Remember, I, I said on a previous episode, had mad like recyclables and garbage bags downstairs to the point that my daughter, like we was, she was walking out and the garbage is outside and she threw something away right by them garbage bags, thinking like that was just where you throw garbage. I'm, like, <laughs> I'm just like this shit was pissing me off. I'm talking to my therapist about this shit. They finally got rid of that shit though, but I definitely had to snitch like like three three times on them and shit. You know what I mean? Like, come on, man. <laughs> Got to snitch, man. You got to, and it's go. You go crazy, or you you yeah. you will go crazy, bro. Yeah, I'll snitch only as long as it affects my immediate quality of life. Not your, not your car ride safety, but anything else. Yeah, not my car ride safety. Yeah, it has to be like immediate quality of life. Like the car ride safety is potential shit, but like immediate quality of life. I like walk in, I just seen a puddle of urine on two consecutive days. Like, that is, like, immediate quality of life. You know what I'm saying? An employee at Whole Foods licks a tomato out of spite. I don't eat tomatoes. So, <laughs> that I don't snitch on. Nigga getting on an airplane, see Denzel from flight as a pilot. He like, <laughs> I gotta get. That's potential shit. I gotta get to where I gotta get to, man. Yeah, man. However, my neighbor on that plane doesn't take a shower or on some weird shit or snoring or something. That's getting snitched on. That's going right to... That's TSA. Like, I got the direct number to that shit. Yo. Bro, last time we spoke, man, the NBA looked completely fucking different, right? I believe so, right? How long ago we spoke? Yeah. <laughs> End of June. Middle of June, man. Yeah, so- KD was still on the Warriors. Was Anthony Davis still on the Pelicans? Yep. <laughs> I think he was still on the Pelicans. Uh, well, that's all. That, that's, the, that's the most notable ones. Yeah. Oh, and then Kawhi Leonard was still on the Raptors. Yep, yep you're right about that because we talked about him winning the championship. And Jeremy, uh, and, and Jeremy Lin was still on the Raptors, too. He was still <laughs> playing in America. <laughs> Poor Jeremy Lin, man. But, yo, shit is crazy nowadays. You got, like you said, Kawhi's in L.A., Paul George is in L.A., Anthony Davis is on the Lakers. Um, Kevin Durant's in Brooklyn. You know, he's out for this whole season. But NBA's looking in, 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 in very exciting uh, for the upcoming season. However, I don't know. Is Melo going to end up on the team, man? Are we just going to be at the question mark on Melo? Are we never going to see Hoodie Melo back out there again? He went and did a you know a little first take interview. He got turned down by Team USA. <laughs> like, I don't know. It's, is this the legacy for Melo just cursed? And why is that? Why is the narrative of Melo so negative? You know what I mean? Because I remember when we were freshmen in, in college, he won the national championship. I kind of like... You know what I mean? I would I imagine what it was like being a freshman in college winning a national championship. You know what I mean? And then it's just the trajectory has gone so far from there that uh, in the in the other direction that is crazy. Yeah, I mean he was always a good a good player. He was a hooper. It's just that once his offensive prowess started to you know decline, he's still probably an above average offensive player, but like he was never a great defender, but he was just athletic enough to keep up with people. I think that's what it is. It ain't behavior. Cause he's never really, well, he's never really gotten to off court trouble. He had some infidelity, yeah, yeah, yeah. but like, not like football players or nothing, nothing like that. Yeah. <laughs> like he never beat nobody, yeah. never, no drugs, never, no partying. Well, I guess, the the infidelity is related to partying issues, but outside, matter of fact, outside of the infidelity, like he hasn't done anything. That's pretty damn good. Yeah, I can't. Even, I can't even think of a. Oh wait, I was gonna wait. Didn't he have like an on court fight where he like snuffed somebody and ran to the other side of the court kind of fast? Other than that, though, I'm about to say <laughs> I can't really think of nothing else with him like with him out there like throwing hands or just being a wild person. Like personality wise, yeah. I hear good things. I just don't know. And you know what's funny is like. Sometimes the, oh, I'm saying the media, the the, the failing, the crooked media, but like the media or just looking at shit, you would, you get the feeling that Melo is like this troublemaker, like he's a problem. Mm-hmm. And it took Stephen A. Smith breaking it down for me to realize, hold up, yeah, Melo never gave problems. I mean, aside from the whole shit, we're like, oh, on off the bench, that's funny. Yeah, yeah. But aside from that. But I think that rubs so many people the wrong way because- for me, I guess you've seen so many legends eventually just go into that role. So, like, what makes you think that as you're an aging superstar that you wouldn't have to go into that role? You know what I mean? And that rubbed me the wrong way to the point where I was kind of kind of rooting against Melo. And I even had to come, like, I looked at the interview where he was doing it. I was like, Melo talks like me. Melo, Melo looks like me. Like, why am I so anti-Melo? You know what I mean? He hasn't done nothing to deserve me not liking him. You know what I mean? And I think that's really what it was. I just rubbed people the wrong way so much. Yeah, think about where he came from. I mean, if you were in his position, you'd probably be saying the same thing. You were one of the, or regarded as one of the best players in the league mm-hmm. coming from, you know, coming from the Knicks. I mean, they ain't win nothing, but 
it could be argued that it wasn't because of Melo. They never put talent around him. Mm-hmm. But I guess in that environment, he didn't realize how much he had declined. So in his head, and not just his head, in a lot of people's heads, he was still really good. You know what I'm saying? So to see him go to OKC and kind of be very mediocre when he doesn't have because he doesn't have the ball in his hands and he has to defend it was it was strange to see but it's a, it's a shame that he didn't get to decline slowly had he just came off the bench been a six man i think it would have been a lot easier to digest the fact that Melo's declining but now the last time we really saw him flourish he was a, a the, the main man on the team a, the star on the team now the next time we see him if we see him again he's going to be at best, the seventh man. At be, best, right? unless he was on a, a trash team yeah. that you have to get NBA league pass to, to see. <laughs> Sacramento. Yeah, Sacramento. Minnesota. The, the Boise, the Boise <laughs> Nuggets or something like that. Well, it's crazy because uh, uh, Colin Kaepernick recently put out a post, um, you know, saying how long, how many days he's been out of the league and that he's been training consistently five um, five days a week, going hard in the paint. Um it, to the point, Trump even came out and made a uh, comment to Sports Illustrated saying, if he's good enough, then an NFL team should pick him up. But it was kind of like a little jab in there, basically saying that the reason he's not getting picked up is because he's not good enough, which I don't think has anything to do with it, obviously. Um, mm-hmm. But he's going through the same thing right now to the point where people are like, the only way that he can kind of get back to the NFL would have to be some type of stint through the XFL or uh, one of those other leagues that they got out there. Um, and I think I think he could, if he just needs one owner just to have just enough nuts to say yo let him be a, a backup let him try out for a position let him compete for a backup position even a some old third string position mm-hmm. see how he does if he could remain humble or or not cause trouble i mean i hate to because of what trouble will he cause like is it would it be his fault if the media rushes him exactly. and he didn't ask for it exactly. you know what yeah. i'm saying but that honestly that's how they think is this guy a troublemaker or not and um yeah, man. You know what that... Well, both Melo and Colin Kaepernick, it reminds me of when people come out of relationships mm-hmm. and whoever broke up with them is like already dating someone else and they try to look extra cute on, on social media. Okay. Like a dude starts showing off his six-pack and shit. That's what Kaepernick... Kaepernick... I'm like, man, this dude Kaepernick's on steroids and, and, and whey protein and shit. This nigga's on... It's pumping and mad big right now. You seen the video? The little clip yeah, he, yeah, he yeah. showed of him working yeah, out? Yeah, yeah. yeah, man. That dude is... Is buffed out. What what I'll say that and you called him a troublemaker, and I guess Carmelo. No, I'm not. No, uh, maybe I should clean that up. I'm not calling him a troublemaker. <laughs> uh, what I'm saying is that the owners look at him. They're they looking him like that. to see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They are evaluating to see how much of a troublemaker, if at all, he is right now. No, no, no. I, I didn't mean to accuse you of saying that you were calling him that, but you use the word troublemaker um, when speaking how the owners view him. You also use the same word for uh, Carmelo, when I, and I don't think neither of them are. I think what they both are guilty of is not owning the, their narrative. Um, Colin right. Kaepernick, he could have had control of the narrative of what the kneeling meant, but he didn't speak out enough to the point where everyone else was able to make up a narrative and turn it into an anti-military thing when it has nothing to do with the military. You know what I mean? And perhaps if he was screaming at the top of his lungs from the highest building he could find, then people wouldn't have been allowed to pervert his uh, his message like that. But unfortunately, he, he wasn't. And there were people that who only get their information from clickbait, who only get their information from opinionated uh, talking heads that got a distorted view of his of his message you know what I mean so they might truly in the genuinely in their heart think he is anti-American because he didn't come out enough to say what his message meant and um, same thing with Mark Mello he said that on Stephen A. Smith that he felt it was time for him to co- finally come out and, and talk instead of having everybody else talk about him you know what I mean so that's the only thing I'll say that maybe it might be a little too late and that, that might be what's hurting them right now is they didn't take enough control of that message that they were trying to put out um, but best of luck to both of them. I, I would, yeah, I think it'd be dope to see both of them back in the, their respective leagues. And um, yeah, I think Kyle, uh, Cap still got something left in him. But Mello, man, how old is Colin Kaepernick? Um, let me Google that right now. Let me see. I think he, he's younger than Mello. I, I put you on the spot. Yeah, yeah, yeah he's <laughs> okay. definitely younger than Mello. I, well, basically, I, I want to know if he's thirty yet. I don't need to know his age, but I don't remember if he's thirty or not. Um, Cap, but he he still got. Look, when I look at certain quarterbacks, man, like he's thirty-one. I think he's better than Lamar Jackson. Yeah, he's thirty-one. Thirty-one. Yeah. You know, the only thing is, he hasn't been in the NFL for a while. Even before he left, he didn't have that 
he didn't have, really have a touch on that throw. Yeah. Like he didn't have like that those fine skills. Like he could launch it, he could hit dudes, he could scramble and throw on the run and all that stuff. So uh, being out of football, but, it couldn't have been beneficial to to gaining that touch. But it was beneficial in not taking blows and not taking you know well, I mean, the hits to the knees right. and stuff like that. So you got someone like Tom Brady who hasn't been touched a lot in his career, playing to forty. He's forty two, trying to get to forty five. You know what I mean? So um, right. That that could work in his benefit of longevity. If you don't have to look at Colin Kaepernick the same way you look at a thirty-one year old who went to four years of college and everything like you know what I mean, the wear and tear right. isn't as much. Um, yeah. but yeah, like I said, I, yeah, um, I think he definitely has more to offer than Melo. Melo may be more of a locker room presence. Um, if if he is as advertised in terms of the positive stuff you hear about him, then I think you know what I mean that definitely could be uh, a beneficial in a locker room, but. And, and who knows him? You know what I mean? Who knows what points he could get off the bench? You know what I mean? It's just a matter basically. of humbling yourself. But um, yeah, he he basically has to be you know humble himself and be relegated to being a red from Shawshank Redemption. Being <laughs> red from Shawshank. Yeah, just be that being that voice in the locker room. Just be like, yo, <laughs> telling people where shit is at, how you handle certain situations, and then <laughs> that's it. Well, speaking of Shawshank Redemption, man, ASAP Rocky got himself into some legal trouble while we was on hiatus, man. Got himself locked up in uh, the neutral country of Switzerland, which is weird. <laughs> but um, got himself into a little street fight. I don't know if it's related to the video that I was seeing on his Instagram feed, but there was definitely a video I seen on there where like these two quote unquote drug addicts or whatever were following him and his security around and. I don't know what they wanted from them, but they were trying to fight them at some point. Homeboy took his headphones off and threw them at ASAP security. Um, they were trying to tell him several times, yo, just walk away. We don't want to have to fuck you up. So I don't know if the two were related, but it would make perfect sense if they ended up fucking them dudes up. Um, but ended up, well, long story short, ASAP was uh, locked up for a while out there. Um, rumor has it that the power couple of Kim Ye, Kim Kardashian West and Kanye West um, were able to get into Donald Trump's air to somehow free um, ASAP Rocky. So one, in a, in a new segment that we have here on the Perfect Talk podcast called Believe It or Not, I guess the first question would be, do you believe that Donald Trump has something to do with ASAP Rocky um, being freed? And the second question was, do you believe ASAP Rocky owes Donald Trump some type of thank you? Uh, yes and then no. So yeah, yeah I, not directly because ASAP wasn't released until... I think his his trial is done, but they're awaiting sentencing. So they released him pending sentencing. No, a, a pending trial. So he has like oh, a pending trial. Yeah, yeah. So he, I know he has a concert in California, and then two days after that, he has to be back out there to start the trial. Okay. So and does he owe Trump thanks? Hell no. <laughs> I mean, I, I <laughs> he doesn't. He really doesn't. Like, listen, man, he's going through his due process. If Trump is doing it. For some kind of thank you or something, I don't know what to say. But, well, well, uh, but I do think ASAP would be the type to go ahead and, and thank him because ASAP doesn't have no political affiliation or nothing like that. You heard what he said about the whole Black Lives Matter. No, nah, what do you say? No, nah, I actually did it. Oh well, he somebody asked him something about I can't remember which police uh, shooting a, a black dude incident or a black person incident it was, but. He was like, listen, man, I don't, I'm paraphrasing. I don't really give a shit because l- look at me, man. I live in Tribeca or Soho, I, and I got a crib out in Beverly Hills. Like, I can't relate to that shit. Mm. <laughs> so that's what he said. Like, I don't care. Like, because <laughs> basically, I don't care because I'm rich and I don't live in that struggle. So why why would you expect me to have something to say about it? I don't. I just don't relate. Yeah. Okay. Um. Yeah, no, no. And it's, it's I mean, he's had like lyrics about like. Donald Trump that you know you would expect a rapper to have that doesn't necessarily represent his political view. Um, I guess the question I'm making concern more concerned is is, is Kim Kardashian just gonna free anybody that she wants to free <laughs> at any point? Like Donald Trump is just like a sucker for a pretty face. I, I can't say no. <laughs> you know what I mean? Or uh, like is that? I mean, I'm happy that she's freeing people that should be freed, but it's like is, is Kim Kardashian gonna be the next president? <laughs> and then like, well, I mean, Kim Kardashian has social capital and that's really the capital that matters to to donald trump mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying like to to be to be the cool person he loves that shit like when all, all these celebrities come out trashing him <clears throat> he didn't he don't he doesn't really like that shit i mean he gives off the whole braggadocio braggadocio and all that shit but to have 
Kim and Kanye come and, and give him some cachet. He loves that shit. So I think that's why Kim Kardashian got pulled with them. If right now Jay-Z said, yeah, I want to meet with you, Donald Trump. I want to talk about some shit uh, and apologize for the stuff I said to you about, about before or whatever it is that she would do, mm-hmm. Donald Trump will listen because listen, he wants that kind of cachet. So do I believe that he got him freed? Um, I, I believe I, I yeah I can see that being in the realm of reality because uh didn't he get Alonzo Ball's brother released from China when he uh shoplifted the sunglasses? Was I think he had something to do with that? He happened to be visiting China at that same time, so he claims he had, had something to do with that. I could see maybe it being possible. Um, do I think ASAP owes him an apology? Well, you don't really owe anybody anything in that case. I mean, if you want to say thank you, um, I could see a situation where. He does say thank you, but he also expresses the fact that he doesn't agree with everything that Donald Trump does. But as we said earlier in this conversation, just because you don't, if you have the same political views as somebody, doesn't mean you can't express that they were right about something or that they did something in your favor. So I can see that happening as well. <clears throat> I don't think he owes him. I would say thank you, I guess, if 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 I had evidence that he helped get me released. Um, but that doesn't necessarily mean I'm voting for you or that I agree with any of your political views. You know what I mean? I can separate the two. But yeah. either way, I hope ASAP stays out of prison. I, I'm a huge fan of his music, um, and definitely hope he keeps doing big things out there. Um, glad to have him free. You know what I mean? Let's let's rappers behind bars is always a great thing. And shit, man, keep making that good music, bro. Keith, we back. Man. We back at it, dog. The hiatus is over, so we back. <laughs> yeah, man. I'm I'm about to head out of the, head to Europe soon, oh, so you about to take I don't fuck with the law in other countries. <laughs> <laughs> Don't get in trouble out there. I don't know if Trump will help us out if he hear the podcast, son. <laughs> yeah, man. I, I was just reflecting on that ASAP shit. I'm, I'm just thinking about how terrified I am fucking getting, getting arrested in other countries. In another that country, right? shit. Yeah, man. Because you don't know the laws. Like, people be going to other countries thinking they have rights and shit. Like, think about freedom of speech or some shit like that. Like, the UK doesn't even have freedom of speech. We think about the UK as this government that's kind of comparable to the United States, but... Like certain shit, like you could get jammed up for some shit you never realize you get jammed up for. Yeah, but anywho, yeah, and that's and that's that's part of traveling, right? <laughs> but yeah. um, and if you get jammed up, don't mention my name. That should be the, the fucking show slogan, man. <laughs> Yo, yeah. that's another episode in the books, brother. We back at it. Like I said, the hiatus is over. Website is on the way. I will keep y'all updated with that. But Keith, if I'm online and I'm looking for something cool, where can I find you at on social media, brother? Me and my underscore 35, Instagram. Instagram, still holding it down. You can find your boy DJ Playboy on Twitter at DJ Playboy. You can find me on Instagram at Plicka, P-Z-P-L-I-C-C-A-P-E-E-Z-Y. Also, you can find the Perfect Talk podcast on Instagram at Perfect Talk Radio. Took a little break, you know what I mean, because it's a hiatus, but now we back at it for y'all. So make sure you stay tuned to that. Um, I have a... Big, 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 big radio show on the Mixcloud app. It's called The Night Shift. So make sure you search for that on the Mixcloud app or Mixcloud.com. Search for DJ Plicka Playboy. And you can find every episode available. I have nothing but new music coming out for y'all. We plan to just hit y'all upside the head. Shout out to uh, Perfect Talk alumni, Miss Perfect Talk, uh, AO Niche. You know what I mean? She's been dropping. Miss Perfect Touch out there. Hell yeah. She's been dropping. Um, Joints every Monday, run your beats Monday, so make sure you stay tuned. You can check her out at AO Niche. You can check it out on, like I said, at Plickapeasy on Instagram. Whenever we drop something new for y'all every Monday, make sure you check it out. We'll have a little download link that we can send y'all right to. So stay tuned on my social media for that because she's dropping bangers every single week and we just gonna keep bringing them out for y'all, man. Um, shout out to the whole entire Money Talks and Team, my man DJ Show, Miss Perfect Touch, it's DJ Sunkiss, Fader G. The entire team, man. The entire massive, man. Um, Keith, what you watching nowadays on TV before we get up out of here? Euphoria. I mean, I'm watching City on a Hill. That's a banger, but that Euphoria, I'll bang it out in uh, like two or three days, man. Lots of drugs. It's weird because there's lots of sex, but teen. it's like adults, adult actors. Not adult actors. That's a terrible. <laughs> it's actors, actors that are adults. <laughs> <laughs> Adult entertainers, I believe they're called. <laughs> yeah. It's it's uh they're actors who who are growing up. <laughs> Adult actors. That's crazy. Uh 
that's crazy how the porn industry took that term as a profession because now you can't use it for nothing else like if I'm an adult actor this child actors but the opposite of a child actor can't be an adult actor in fact if you said it in the same sentence you'll be arrested well, it's like ebony. Anyway. It's like ebony. We, it's like they took that term and just turned it into a porn term. Like, they, like ebony, whoa, whoa, yeah. Whoa. And they completely made the the magazine go bankrupt because people went to ebony.com It's like, what the hell is this? What the hell is this? I don't want to see Shamar Moore. I want to see, but yeah. <laughs> But uh, it's weird, though, because tons of sexual content, but the characters are teenagers, which is weird as an adult male. But like once you start connecting with everyone's like struggle or every character's like things, like it, it becomes better. But the first episode or two, it's kind of it's like it's like being on a ship, a cruise ship, like a five day cruise. Like the first like twelve hours is weird because it feels like everything's moving, your equilibrium is all messed up. You might even get motion sick, but then after that you get used to it, and that's what the show is like. So Euphoria on HBO, binge watch that shit. Okay, check it out. You said City on the Hill, that's HBO as well. Oh yeah, that's City on the Hill, man. Racist ass Boston uh, in the early nineties is about that. They got a black lawyer and a white FBI agent Who's played it? by Kevin Bacon. Oh, is that oh that's Showtime? That's Showtime, yeah, my bad. Okay, yeah, 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 so that's on Showtime. Okay, I was, yeah, I was like, I know I heard about it something. Okay. It's all about premium cable, baby. We're not <laughs> doing it on Netflix here to, this week. Get your membership Pre- up. Premium goddamn. Yeah, man, get your membership up. Get somebody if your family in. really loves you, somebody should be Yeah, somebody should be able to hook you up, man. If you don't got to log in, man, get you some new friends. <laughs> Yo, Keith, man, the hiatus is over, man. We're going to... Throw some more episodes at y'all before Keith goes to the south of France, and then we just gonna keep rocking it off for the end of the year, man. So say goodbye to the people, brother. Peace and au revoir. <laughs> <laughs> Peace.